All right, let me talk to the man who is currently the reigning World Wrestling Federation champion from Iran, the Iron Sheik, undoubtedly the stiffest test of your short career as the world champion. خدمت همه شنوندگان ایرانی عزیز سلام عرض بکنم و موفقیت همه شما رو آرزو میکنم همه دنیا پهلوانای ایرانو میشناسه Okay, you know what I said? I said, I think in this country, a lot of prejudice people is. They know I'm the real Olympic champion, I'm the world-class AAU champion, now I'm the world heavyweight champion. You gotta be proud of a mom and dad. You know some mean Jean, Pete and Ruth are the people that trained me from the day I could toddle, man. And they're the ones that fed me and made these 24 pythons. This is Pete's belt and Ruth's belt, and we're gonna stand behind it all the way, Daddy. It's USA and Hulkamania running wild. This is It Happened One Year, a look back at the events big and small, famed and forgotten from... Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. We're doing it again. It happened one year. 1984. 1984, that's correct. That's where we are and that's where we stand. <laughs> well, we're in 2023. That's where we are. But but, but inside, in our hearts. In my heart. It's 1984. <laughs> Welcome back to 1984. How you doing? How you feeling? I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, we've had a, a long weekend. It's yeah. been a long day. It's been a regular weekend. <laughs> well, but like we went away and oh, we came yeah, we back. Did. It's Sunday night. We don't really record Sunday no, night too often. No, um, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> that's well, see, this is what I think is interesting. And this is the only reason I I don't always just let the listeners in on our lives. But what I thought was interesting was we drove back from Indianapolis today. We because did. that's where people vacation. <laughs> and so we were driving back and I said to Sarah, like, we should do the show tonight. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, we're trying to get ahead of it. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to miss weekends. Yeah. Next weekend, we're both away. So it makes it hard. So I said to her, you know, while I'm driving, if you wanted to look something up, see if you can find something. Yeah. And, you know, I, your choice. Whatever you'd like to talk about. Yep. And I was like, you know, we haven't done any sports yet. If you want to look at a sports thing. Yeah. And Sarah was like, uh, are you familiar with the Hulk Hogan Iron Sheet match from 84? <laughs> I was like, that's what you want to talk about? So I was like, "Yeah, let's talk about it." That's that's. So this was Sarah's choice. Right. <laughs> Sarah decided this is what she wants to talk I mean, about today. I feel like I don't want to like take this as a not just one of my choices used up because yeah. here was my logic: one, you would know about it, so a maybe it wouldn't take us too long to do research. Sure. Uh, two, there can't possibly be that much to say, and so I'm closer to bedtime. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're looking for quick ones, yeah. and there's no guarantee what this is going to be yet. Yeah. So we'll see. If you're looking down at the runtime, uh, you're welcome. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Anything's possible. Uh, I will say that going into this, the only thing I knew about either of them was what I learned from Hulk Hogan's rea- family's reality show, which I did watch a fair amount of. Yeah. yeah. Did the Sheik ever pop up on there? I don't, rec- I don't believe so. Yeah, probably no. not. Yeah. So I guess I guess it would be easy just to set a baseline for this. I was a wrestling fan as a child, mm-hmm. and then there's a one other pocket of time I watched a lot of wrestling, and now I go back and watch that part of wrestling again. <laughs> that, that time is now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean in real time. Oh, got so it. I don't know anything that's happened in wrestling in the last 21 years. Sure. But when I was in college, I did watch wrestling, and I watched wrestling when I was a little kid, and yeah. that's it. Like I don't have much yeah. else. Yeah. So I'm no historian. I don't. I don't know these sorts sure. of things. Sure. Yeah. You never had a period where you watched wrestling? No. You never dated a dude who watched a lot of wrestling uh, and you had to watch wrestling? Uh, I did, and I stayed away from it. <laughs> that had, wasn't it? We, had, You know this about me. My friends and I dated guys who were friends. Like, that was just yeah. what happened. That's small, in a, small town dating. what happens in a small town. And one of our friends would go to wrestling matches with her boyfriend or would watch wrestling with her boyfriend. And my, uh, me, myself, and uh, also the rest of us were all like, No. <laughs> You no, weren't doing that. No, thank you. You don't want to go to house shows. No. Oh. No. Uh, no. That's a shame because from that era, that would have been real fun. I feel like it was the same time. It was the you know, and you'd have to like pay for the pay per view or someone yeah. would have yeah the pay per view. And I remember them all like going over to one of the girls' houses and they would all get together and they would watch it. And I would just be like, "Have fun. I'll see you later." No. No. What about when you were a little kid? You never bumped up against wrestling as a no. kid. No. No. Uh, my brother, not really a wrestling type fan. He played yeah. a lot of tennis in high school. Ah. <laughs> Shad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that. Yeah, I feel like two different people. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, he not a big wrestling fan that i recall i did we actually I was, it was with you we once bought him a wrestling figurine because it looked like him 
yeah, what was that? I have no idea. Oh, man, I wish I could remember who that was, because that is familiar now, but now I can't think, like, who the wrestler would have been. We were shopping for, like, kids' Christmas gifts and found a wrestling figure, and it looked just like my brother. Yeah. Uh, that's as close as I've come to that. Oh. Um, or that he ever... And then, no. Yeah. No. That's a shame. No. Yeah. It, I was never... Like, I think I know who Hulk Hogan was, because everybody knew who Hulk Hogan was. Yeah. And I think I knew that guy who did the Snap into a Slim Jim commercials. <laughs> but other than that, I got What was his name? Was it Macho Man? That was the Macho Man Randy said. Nice. Yeah. He, he was on a lot of commercials. Yeah. 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 Um, you watched the Glow TV show. I did. <laughs> Which I, I watched, too. I, that I was enjoyed that, good. yeah. I remember Glow when I was a kid, too. And I, but, oh. like, I don't remember anything distinctly about it. I just remember I watched a lot of wrestling when I was a little yeah. kid. So that was on in the 80s, and that's sure. what I watched, yeah. Yeah. Before we watched that show, I didn't know Glow existed. Yeah, that's fair. It, I mean, I don't know how popular Glow actually was. Yeah. And that show isn't based in any reality. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not the story of that real league. So yeah. That show's great, though. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. A lot it. of fun. It's yeah. too bad that got canceled, because yeah. that, that show does not have an ending. So, mm-hmm. just to give everybody the heads up, because I hate yeah. television, <laughs> if you want an ending to your TV show, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> that no. show got canceled. Not, not by their fault, though. They, oh, were, no. they were doing great. What they were doing was really good until it got canceled, yeah. and this is part of... It's one of those many shows that adds onto the list of why I don't like television. Yeah. But, what we're going to talk about is... That means way before anything, obviously, you were ever brushed up against. And yep. even before me. Like, yep. as a kid, I only really think of wrestling as the WrestleMania era. And WrestleMania 1 was after this. Yeah. So, that's what I really think of. I was a little... I mean, I would have been too way too young to really know what the, any of this was. Yep. And I'm not even really sure how this stuff aired on TV at the time. There was, I think, like an MSG channel. Oh. And that's, like, where a lot right. of wrestling aired. So, that seems to be at the Madison Square Garden channel. Okay. So I think that's what that was. But... Uh, so just real quick before we get to that, I just think it's funny, and I wanted to run down very quickly all of the champions from 1963 to 1984. Let's and you're thinking do it. that's 21 years? Yeah, that could be hundreds of people. Yeah, but it's not because wrestling back then was like they were just doing shows like at the gym. Yeah, at like they're always referred to as just house shows, or shows that weren't on TV. And so there were that's a lot of these championships just changed place at a house show <laughs> when no one. So you just had to yeah. hear about it, I yeah. guess. Yeah, when you went to the next show. Sure. So. The entire list of champions from 1963 onward when more or less, I guess, what they consider this belt, yeah. the, the main championship belt or whatever, uh, it started with a man named Buddy Rogers, oh. ni- 1963. No, I don't know anything about Buddy Rogers. Was, was there a country singer also named Buddy Rogers? What am I thinking? Oh, maybe it's the same guy. No. Yeah. Can't I, be. I dropped the belt in, in Omaha, Nebraska <laughs> or something like that. Uh, he lost to Bruno San Martino in sure. 1963, who's a legend, Bruno San Martino. Yeah. Uh, I remember even as a kid, he was like an old man who would still show up at like oh. events. Yeah. Like, there was a, I remember of my big rubber wrestling figures, weirdly there was a Bruno San Martino. Oh, wow. Even though he was an old man at that yeah. point. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there any crossover between wrestlers and boxers? Um, sometimes you would see boxers turn up at wrestling events. Yeah. And and as we'll get to, oh. Rocky Three. Oh, sure. But for the most part, not really, because wrestling's fake and boxing's real. So yeah. we can. There's actually. I, I don't want to get too far into this, but there uh, is like I have a fun digression I could talk about from the era of wrestling that I do watch. Yes. When they staged an actual boxing tournament, <laughs> and it's the worst thing <laughs> that ever existed. So we can talk about that real quick if we remember to come back to yeah. that. But anyway, Bruno San Martino was a champion in 63. He held the belt for eight years oh my God. before he lost to Ivan Koloff, who then immediately lost to Pedro Morales in 71, who was a big like star sure. for a little while. Uh, through a series of a couple people, Bruno San Martino gets the belt again, oh. 73 to 77. Uh, and then superstar Billy Graham, who just died oh. a couple months ago. Yep. He was the champion for a little while. Yeah. Uh, he lost to a man named Bob Backlund, yeah. who was also kind of a legend. Who was the champion for more or less the next eight years, the next five years? Yeah, bringing us to 1983 when the Iron Sheik became champion. So like that's it. That's the whole list. It's a pretty small. I'm like yeah, because it just wasn't a TV show. It wasn't the same thing, right? Yeah. Like, so was this the first one that was televised? I don't want to like. No, I think some of these other ones were in the same way, like yeah. on like the MSG network yep. or whatever. But it wasn't. I don't think of like wrestling was almost more like like boxing, where it's just on when it's happening. It's not like a regularly yeah. scheduled. In this era, in the late yeah, 70s, sure. early 80s, right? Later, there's, like, the main event was, like, a, a, a wrestling show. Or yeah. there was, like, wrestling was always on the weekends. It was a kid's show, so it yeah. was like that. But but that's it. So, like, a lot of these changed plans just yeah. somewhere. Wrestling, you know, it was it was something, like, people you just went to go see. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. I don't think they thought of it in terms of a TV show. And because a lot of wrestling at that point was regional. Yeah. It wasn't one big national company. Yeah. You know, there was all these little local things. These little regional kind of wrestling outfits yeah yeah question yeah 
this like wrestling stream, this group of people who are wrestling, uh, are there luchadores in there? Or is that something totally separate? I mean, I would assume that's regional Mexican wrestling. Yeah. So it's all kind of the same idea, right? right. Like, you know, most of the real popular ones, as I understand this, were like the Northeast or like, you know, the Mid-Atlantic or like the South. Uh, or like these would be these, you know, so they're always like the AWA and the NWA and like there were a couple yeah. different of these, you know. And then it's only once uh, Vince McMahon takes over the WWF that then he creates the national what the oh. WWF eventually becomes. Yeah, His father, it. like, owned the regional, yeah. whatever the region that was. Yeah. But then when he takes it over, he then creates the... He puts all the other ones out of business, yeah. basically. And that's how that worked. And what was his father's name? Ed, Ed McMahon? <laughs> it was Vince McMahon Sr. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, so that's what that was. Uh, I just thought that was weird because, like... Yeah. in the Again, the only other thing I have to compare it to is the era when I watched... The belt changed hands constantly. Sure. Like, the belt would have changed hands 20 times yeah. in three years or whatever. It was just what it was. It was, yeah. it was a TV show. So, But, so that's what leads us up to this. Okay. Uh, and then in uh, January 23rd, uh, 1984. Yes. Uh, Madison Square Garden, uh, the Iron Sheik is the champion. Yeah. And he faces Hulk Hogan. What have you got for the Iron Sheik prior to 1984? Yeah. Yeah, he's got a an in, interesting life. This this dude, the Sheik, the Sheik, also known as Hossein Kazro Ali Vaziri, uh, Kazro. Most yeah. people called him. Born uh, in Tehran. He was he, right. Yes. Wasn't he? Iran for sure. Oh. He was uh, an Iranian uh, child. <laughs> <laughs> he was born a young Iranian. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> were farmers and he yeah. was you know just your average Iranian kid a couple things that are interesting from him about his life in Iran uh, he was like an amateur wrestler and he idolized this uh, this Iranian wrestler named Golemezra Golemezra just commit to it Golemezra Golemreza Golemreza named Takti <laughs> are you lying now? Takti that's his last name <laughs> Okay. He, he idolized this famous gold medalist uh, Iranian wrestler. Oh, like an Olympian. Like an Olympian, okay. yeah. And so he, you know, he was an amateur wrestler as well. Um, he was the bodyguard for the Shah of Iran for a while. Wow. So he was like a talented athletic kid. Now, what happened was that gold medalist wrestler uh, died. Oh. And he died under mysterious circumstances. He may have killed himself oh. in a hotel room or... He was murdered by the state of Iran. Oh, for being like politically against the government. Sure, and, um, Iran doesn't. Iran doesn't stand. Doesn't for stuff take like that, that very yeah. well. Uh, and so uh, the iron, the man who would come to be known as the Iron Sheik, got his ass out of Iran. Yeah, not the place to stick around. Yeah, he moved to the place in the U.S. most like Iran. Mm-hmm. Minneapolis. <laughs> and, and there, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. And there he was like a, an amateur wrestler. He uh, won an amateur athletic union Greco-Roman wrestling tournament in 1971. Mm. And then he like served as an assistant coach for the U.S. Olympic team in 72 and 76. So he was like, a, you know, involved in, in wrestling. And that's and after that, that's when he moved into like professional wrestling. Mm. He was, like, the first and probably, maybe not the first, but one of the most well-known of those, like, heels that exist in a lot of places, but wrestling of mostly it's foreigners, you know, coming anti, you know, anti-U.S. countries and blah, blah, blah. And so he would come into the ring waving an Iranian flag that had the face of the Ayatollah on it. At some points he would grab the microphone and shout like Iran number one USA USA and then spit on the floor so like he really amped this up and then at the end of 1983 that's when he won his first title he defeated I had maybe I said this Bob Backlund Bob Backlund yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who was champion for five years at that yeah. yeah You said that. I think I was thinking about needing to pronounce it. Yeah. (laughs) You were panicking. I was panicking. But that was in, like, December of 1983. He had the title for all of a month. Yeah. I found that that, that when Ivan Koloff had the championship, it was the same thing. Like, back then, they would have somebody win, like, a bad guy. But they wouldn't hang on to it for long. It was like, we got to get the the champ, the the hero, to have it again. Which begs 
the question. What the hell kind of calendar are they wrestling on? Because, like, if you if some people have it for, like, 17 years right. and other people have it for a month, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah. the Super Bowl, you win at the in January or early February every year. Like, it's the same time yeah. every year. Well, with boxing, you'll no see seasons. boxing is most similar because they fight in the same arena. Yeah. But, you know, they don't fight on a real schedule. But, I mean, it seemed like, and this is to get off topic, but, yeah. like, back in the day, it's 60s, 70s, you would see, like, Muhammad Ali defended the title so many times, and they would yeah. fight all the time. Like, yeah. it was just one of those things. In more recent years, like, you would just see, you know, whoever the champion is fights once or twice a year. Like, yeah. it bar- it's, it's just not the same thing. Yeah. Like, But, like, who decides this? What kind of system is this? I mean, there's a commission for boxing. Wrestling is just, you know, yeah. a free-for-all, so yeah. it's not really... Especially in this era where it is kind of, like... It's almost like the circus coming to town. Like yeah, it's yeah. just sort of a thing that happens that people yeah. go see. So it's only Vince is bored and he wants to have another match. Like basically, I mean, like that's the thing is that once it becomes a TV show and becomes like a yeah. real set thing, yeah. then you would see that I think the title changes hands a lot just to create interest in what's going yeah. on. So how like it was interesting that Bruno San Martino had the title for eight years or something. He's like, I don't know what like. What was that week to week? I'm yeah, guessing yeah. it was nothing. It was just yeah. he comes to town and he wins. That's all it was. So. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. The other thing to know about the Sheik that was his, like, one of his things, even before he won the title in 1983, is he had a move called the Camel Clutch. Camel Clutch. Uh, which is where he, like, sat on an opponent's back and pulled their chin up. Yeah. And, and locked his fingers underneath their chin, and that's his finisher. I want to come back to the Camel Clutch when we talk about the match from 1984. Fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... So the Iron Sheik is an established figure. Even if he hasn't been wrestling for a long, long time. Like, he's the bad guy. He's this whole thing. So Hogan, leading up to this, has only been in wrestling... He's been wrestling a couple years. He's only been in the WWF very sporadically. He also did, like... He was in, uh, like, Japan Pro Wrestling for a little while. Sure. He's in the AWA... He was wrestling under a bunch of different gimmicks for a while. Oh. Like, he was, like, just a guy wearing a mask and, like, you know... <laughs> like, I think he was, like, the blonde Adonis or something at one point. Oh. And we're going to come back to this more, but the reason he becomes the Hulk... Because we kind of talked about this yeah. when we watched the match a little bit. Because I, I, I've never heard... I don't, I didn't ever pay this close attention to this, so I don't know. I, I assume this is a fairly well-known story from fans, but... Apparently he was on some sort of promo once, like a talk show or something, with Lou Ferrigno. And Ferrigno had played the Incredible Hulk on the TV oh, show. Oh, yeah. But Ferrigno, as big as he is, it wasn't as big as... Hulk Hogan's huge. Like, yeah. Hulk Hogan's six foot eight. Like, he just, he's just this yeah. monster. So on this program, when they're talking about it, they like whoever was hosting it kind of said like you know you're way bigger than than yeah. Ferrigno and you know Ferrigno would even recognize this so they kind of say like you're the real Hulk and so that's where mm. he starts picking up the whole Hulk Hogan persona right. he's 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 referred to at this point as the Hulk yeah and then when he goes back to the WWF Vince decides to make him Irish even though <laughs> even though Terry Balea is Italian <laughs> uh, and he makes him Hulk Hogan for some reason. This does then later become a legal problem, which we, we can get into. Yeah. But is Hogan a particularly Irish name? It's an Irish name. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that was just what he said. Like, he wanted him to dye his hair red and be <laughs> Irish. And Hogan, at this point, even said, like, he was already losing his hair. So he's like, no, I'm just going to be blonde Irish. Like, yeah. that's, that's the plan. Yeah. But that was the whole conceit of the character. But that's where this comes from. And that's why in this match, the 84 match, and up until this point, he yeah. was being referred to as the Incredible Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Which is where the legal problems Yeah, are. of course. <laughs> but, but that's basically, like, what he was doing up until this point. Um, the real, like, one of the things, the key thing they point to as, like, the reason he goes over as such a big deal. Yeah. Because, again, he's only been in the WWF a little bit of time at this point. Yeah. It's because he's in Rocky Three. And so Rocky Three comes out in 1982. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, the Rocky movies at this point, Rocky won, won Best Picture. They're, they're, these are big yeah. hit movies. And Three is when Rocky becomes this basically a yeah. superhero. But for whatever reason, in Rocky Three, he fights this charity wrestling match against uh, Hogan plays a character named Thunderlips. <laughs> All my love slaves out there, Thunderlips is here in the flesh, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. The ultimate male. Versus the ultimate meatball. <laughs> uh, who's hilarious in Rocky Three, and it's it's like Rocky Three is a ridiculous movie. You know, it's he fights Mr. T, who's Clever Lang, like you know. Yeah. And then Mr. T ends up at WrestleMania One. So as a kid, like I thought of all of this as one thing in a lot of ways. Like the Russell, like Rocky Three is just a wrestling movie, sort of. But uh, but yeah, it's a wacky series of events. But yeah. Rocky Three is such a big hit, and when Hogan's in it, he's not really anything at the, I mean he's yeah. a, he's a name like he's a wrestling figure but he's not Hulk Hogan at that yeah. point 
But this very quickly then turns him into, like, when he goes back to the WWF from whatever regional outfit he was in, they were like, this guy can be, he's the face of the whole company almost as soon as he steps yeah. in. So, yeah. So that's what leads up to this match. Yeah. You know what's a shame that didn't become more of a trend is when you win Best Picture, you got to get Hulk Hogan in one of the sequels. Oh, my right? God. Like, can, can you, you imagine? imagine? Like, on Golden Pond 2? Yeah. He would have been great in Avatar 2. <laughs> he should just keep appearing in these movies. <laughs> like, just, well, we got to see if Hogan can come in. Why didn't Muppets from Space win Best Picture? Hogan's in the movie. There was a chance, right? Yeah. Can you picture him in Titanic 2? <laughs> <laughs> he plays the iceberg. <laughs> Dynamite stuff. It's just a remake where his face is on the iceberg. Listen, Jack. <laughs> Going for you with all my little ice cubes. Oh, this is a great idea. But, so, part of the... And then, so, story-wise, if you want to go by what's actually happening with this match. Because yeah. it is kind of odd that, like, Hogan just comes back and all of a sudden they've decided this is what this is going to yeah. be. Uh, apparently, what I could find out about this story was... The Sheik wins the title somewhere at the end of 83. Yeah, like a month before this right. happens. Bob Backlund was supposed to just win it back. Because Bob Backlund was like oh. a big star. Uh. Like, you know, But he got hurt. Oh. And so he couldn't wrestle. And this derails his career for what it's worth. But it also opens the door for all of a sudden Hulk Hogan to become, you know, yeah. the, the face of the entire enterprise. The, the most popular wrestler of all time oh. by some measure. One hundred percent. Yeah, we. I mean, so we watched this this match. Uh, I don't know how much '80s wrestling you've seen, but it's very much like that. I would describe it as boring. Like, yeah, it's very unimpressive. But like the crowd is so oh excited. God. Like, why are these people this excited? I mean, that's the thing. I when I think back, because I don't I don't rewatch a lot of old old wrestling from when I was a kid. But the crowd is crazy oh my God. for that entire like the match only goes on for six minutes. Yeah, but they are insane the whole time. What about the sign the guy had that said the Sheik is a freak? And <laughs> yeah. you're like, okay, yeah. I like that back then. Apparently, like one guy has a sign. Yeah. Now you, t- it's like you turn Everybody. on everyone has a sign. Yeah. I don't know why you go to live events. You can't see anything. But, but yeah, like I mean, the crowd for this, that six minutes is just totally with yeah. it. Six minutes. Yeah, it barely lasts any uh, amount of time, and yeah. it's 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 fine. Like I mean, it's yeah. an exciting live event. I imagine on TV, it's like yeah, it's yeah. alright. Yeah. Oh, um, I wanted to come back to the camel stomper or whatever. What, what was that? What was that called? Oh, the camel clutch. The camel clutch. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he slaps the camel clutch on him real quick. He, he does. It might be... Now, look, I've never seen it executed and be successful, right? I've only seen it the one time and it failed. But uh, the problem with that move, I think, is that when you need it to fail, because Hulk Hogan has to win, yeah. it looks ridiculous. Because clearly <laughs> yeah. the Sheik is just standing and there's like space... He's not sitting on Hulk Hogan. You can see yeah. as, he, like, as Hulk Hogan's trying to get up, he's trying to like give him room. Like yeah. He's just holding his chin for him. Like yeah. it's not... That's not... It would not... No. Yeah. It's not, not a move that works, I would say. I've found that like historically, when you have a, a, a guy who has a finisher that's a submission move, yeah. uh, usually yeah. these aren't like great moves because they all like you know the whole thing is is already so contrived that like to then have to do something that's going to make the other guy just quit like it's not going to be painful it's going to be ridiculous right so (laughs) mankind's finisher which i think is probably the most ludicrous finisher of all time is a thing called the mandible claw where he sticks his fingers down a guy's throat and kind of holds his jaw open (laughs) and that's his finisher and it's ridiculous like it's terrible but but that's, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know, the guy's going to pass out from that, or I don't know, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the internal logic is supposed to be, but right. but there's a lot of moves like that. There's, like, sure. some sort of, you cross, you know, there's a sharpshooter as you cross up people's legs and do these yeah, things. Yeah, just hold them awkwardly yeah, until they Yeah, and, like, it's supposed to be so painful that they're quitting, but yeah. the camel clutch is particularly nothing. It's yes. really <laughs> just kind of him just, like, doing this thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Hogan basically does downward dunk. Basically, basically. Oh, no. He's just stretching. Upward yeah. dunk? Up dunk? Uh, is he doing uh, the up dunk? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's doing a like a was like a salutation, isn't it? Like yeah. a sun salutations or something. It's, I think it's a, it can't be called an up dog, upward facing dog. It's called you. it's called the up dog. Remember when I said I wanted to keep this episode short, <laughs> and now you're doing this. Okay, but our listeners needed to know. Up dog. <laughs> That's the worst name for a yoga position ever. He really slapped the up dog on him. <laughs> it's the one time that you can really walk in somewhere and say it smells like up dog. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, so okay, sorry. Back to the the again the internal logic of this of this uh, whole event being yep. such a big deal. Yeah, is I think mostly keyed around the fact of how 
big a villain the Sheik is. Yeah. Because think of the world at this point. The world in 84, you're coming off of the Iran hostage crisis, yep. which is only a couple years before that. Yep. And, you know, they a lot of things are attributed to, like, Reagan and, like, the ultra-nationalism that's now come in, all of the big patriotic, you know, yeah. things. Uh, Hogan hasn't adopted his theme song, his real famous theme song yet. At this point, I think he was still using Eye of the Tiger in this yeah. video. But his his theme song is called Real American. <laughs> and it's just the most, like, patriotic thing. <laughs> oh. But, like, so this is who he becomes, though. Like, he yeah. is this this figure. Just an eat your, you know, eat your vitamins and, you know, study hard and pray or whatever. And that's, like, his whole, his yeah. whole shtick for the next, like, ten years. Yeah. Right? You know? So that's where this all yeah. goes and then he becomes the champion and he's the champion basically not for the rest of the 80s but for a long time he's the champion for four more years or something after yeah. this uh, you know he headlines almost all of the Wrestlemania's for the rest of the time he's at the WWF which is until 1994 yeah so like he's really he's he's everything at this point yeah I think you can make a case that the late 90s wrestlers are probably more popular as far as a modern audience would be concerned because mm. that feels so old now yeah. like you know but it's debatable just because without him, you wouldn't have had any of this. Yeah. Anything that happens after that is almost all attributed to him. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the Sheik's life after this? Because the Sheik's not really in the WWF for a real long time after this, right? No. Uh, I would say things don't go well for the Sheik. Like, for a while, he he's still, like, the most famous heel. So he wrestles, I don't know exactly until when, but for a while. A couple years. Um, yeah. The next year, he teamed up with Nikolai Volkov. The great Nikolai Volkov. Um, Nikolai Volkov would come out and sing the Russian national anthem. Oh my god! It was incredible. Ugh. Yeah. Even though he was Nikolai Volkov was from Croatia, in <laughs> sure. case you were curious. Yeah. Um, but they went on to word, win the world tag team championship at the inaugural WrestleMania. Nice. So good for them. Um, but yeah, he wrestled for a while, not a super long time after that, but in the 80s and specifically in the 90s, he got real into drugs. Oh. Very, very into drugs. He got uh, arrested with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, Duggan, that's yeah. what I said, uh, because he had cocaine and marijuana. <laughs> and like Hacksaw Jim Duggan was also like a super patriotic character, so yeah. I think that was part of the other problem <laughs> is that when they hear, when people hear this, he's like, why is he hanging out with Jim Duggan? <laughs> he's supposed to be a bad guy. <laughs> He's just doing coke with Duggan? With Hacksaw? Come on. That's uh, exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Um, so Hacksaw yeah. Jim Duggan would come out to the ring carrying a 2x4. <laughs> I swear that was his That was his gimmick. Oh my God. He was a man with a 2x4. Jake the Snake Roberts would come out carrying a snake. That's just what of, the era of was. Of course he would. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it'd be weird if he was carrying something else. Yeah. So yeah, so he got real into drugs for a while. He didn't get clean from what I could find, like definitely clean until like 2014 oh wow so uh but he you know i think he had periods before that but like drugs were a real big issue for him mm -hmm. his daughter was murdered by her boyfriend in 2003 jesus yeah so i think when when we watched his uh induction into the hall of fame in 2005 and yeah. i think part of what and the guy kind of said like he's been going through some stuff it's been some rough years and yeah. uh yeah and he had to like testify in court about it and like um, and and the guy went to prison for life and died in prison. No, oh. um, which makes sense. Yeah. And then like after he got clean, like after all this happened, like later in the two thousands, he started just going on like Stern. Yeah, he's on Howard Stern and just like trash talking other other wrestlers. Yeah. And then of course the thing that I most know him for is that he has the greatest Twitter account of all time. Yeah. And I'm I'm just gonna highlight a few. I like I couldn't. There's so much gold in there. Yeah. Yeah. But if you go to his Twitter page, the pinned tweet, I'm sorry, X page, whatever, yeah. like, his Twitter page, the pinned tweet is, uh, in all caps, take a minute of your day to be nice to someone, you dumb son of a bitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> wonderful. <laughs> That's his pinned tweet. But then most of his tweets are just like, hassling Hogan which yeah, is right. amazing <laughs> it's so great uh, at one point he tweeted uh, again in all caps it's just another manic Monday I wish it was beat the f*** out of Hulk Hogan day that's my fun day <laughs> runs his Twitter account. He died in 2023. Yeah. Someone still runs his Twitter account and they like retweet stuff about him and then they retweet his old tweets which is phenomenal and not to spoil when we're recording this but it's less than a week ago Sinead O'Connor died and so they tweeted a picture of Sinead O'Connor and then a tweet from the Iron Sheik from sometime that said if it's been seven hours and 15 days since you took your love away I swear to the Jesus I'm going to break your fucking neck. <laughs> Just amazing. <laughs> I just like that he even had a Sinead O'Connor tweet somewhere. Yeah, he yeah. did. And, and when he died, there were a bunch of people, and, and his account kept retweeting it, yeah. like, in honor of the Sheik, I'm going to f*** myself today. Like, <laughs> this is amazing. Like, yeah. he would just tweet, like, it's Monday, go f*** 
yourself. Like it's just it's it's the greatest thing. Yeah, like, his Twitter account was always just the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like his Stern interviews were hilarious. Like he was just because he was just just this. He was the character, and he just kept doing it, and it was just glorious. Oh, like, yeah, so good. Oh, but yeah, no, his wrestling career was not much after no. that. That was basically it. Hogan, I mean. I don't know how much to go into this. Hogan wrestled for a long time. Yeah. Like, he wrestled as an old man. Uh, I think... He, I don't know what his last official, like, match was, but his last time when he was, like, steady wrestling was, like, 2005. Jesus! So, like, he was old at this point. Like, he's been around forever. And But, like, in this era, like, they just... In the late 90s and then the early 2000s when yeah. they had... There was this... The other promotion, WCW, had, like, at the NWO, like, all of that was over sure, there. Yep. And so, like, there was all this kind of contentiousness. But yep. WCW had all the old wrestlers, essentially. And the WWF had the younger-ish guys, yeah. right? And so Hogan was over there for a while. Then the two leagues merged, essentially. Yep. Vince bought the WCW. And then yep. so Hogan was over there. And that's basically the end of it. But, but he was around this whole time. Yep. Like, he's the star of the WWF until he leaves... Uh, he left, I think, just to make movies for, like, a year, and then oh. he joins the WCW in, oh, like, 94, okay. 95. Yeah. But, like, he was making, like, No Holds Barred and, like, that one, it's called, like, is it called The Nanny? Is that right? The <laughs> he, Fran Drescher Show? No, but, like, I think he made a movie called The Nanny. Oh! Is that right? Yeah. Something like that. But, like, he wasn't making hits. Like, these weren't, uh, these weren't big successful. Yeah. So he went back to wrestling. Uh, he was in Muppets from Space in 1998, but by that point, he's already Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, who's, you know, the oh, NWO yeah. character, the bad yep. character. And uh, and that's it. So that's the rest of Hogan's wrestling career. Uh, real quick, before we get to, I'd say, probably the most famous thing Hogan was involved in in yep. the last 20 years, I did want to real quick mention the, the lawsuit. So in 1984, after oh. he becomes the champion, yeah. and he's now this huge star. Uh, Marvel Comics decides to step in and be like, hey, we have the rights to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Which is more or less true. And yeah, totally. for whatever reason, you would think that like there would have been more of an argument. Yeah. But it seems that Vince wasn't great at the business side of things. Yeah, Which yeah. is ultimately why they're not called the WWF anymore, too. Like he's I think he just kind of ran forward with stuff. Because of the World Wildlife Fund? Right. The World Wildlife Fund sued them. <laughs> And they won. I didn't know that. Yeah, like that happens later. That's like yeah. 2003 Oh, that's amazing. But yeah, that's why they're not the WWF. Um, <laughs> and I think it's just that Vince like didn't want to deal with like some yeah. of the legal aspects of things. And that dragged on for so long that that's what that was. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize that. The Marvel Comics thing was when this all happens and he's always coming out as the Incredible Hulk Hogan. Marvel's like, well, you can't do that. Yeah. But Hulk Hogan is now such a big brand. Yeah. Like, so they determined that they own the rights to everything, even tangentially related to it. So like Hulkamania, Hulkamaniacs, oh, Hulk Hogan, no. everything, right? And so instead of like, I guess, having some protracted battle or just trying to change his name, what happens is uh, they just agree to whatever Marvel wants, essentially. Oh, no. So Marvel, for the next 20 years, starting on July 9th of 84, so this is his entire wrestling career. Yikes. They get $100 per match every time he wrestles. <laughs> and he would wrestle up to 300 times a year. Oh, my God. Also, because he's now this huge deal, yeah. they also get a deal where they got 0.9%, so like less than 1%, yeah. of all the merch that's still 1% of all Hulk Hogan merch. Oh my God. And they think Marvel made something like... More, yeah. It's something... So with the between the merch and the matches, like I think they think on the matches alone, because it's $100 a match, yeah. no matter it was on TV or not, yeah. that I think they determined was like $700,000 or yeah. $800,000. But then the merch is millions of dollars. Yes. Like it, it's this whole other of thing. Of course, so, yeah. Uh, and that, was, that lasted until 84, even though he was retired for that little period of time. Wait, it lasted until when? Oh, 2004. Yeah. It started in 84, and yep. it was for 20 years. But the deal was that it was 20 years from that date or after he stops wrestling. But his, he had to, like, really stop wrestling. So yeah. his, his lap wrestling for, like, that one year doesn't really matter. But that's the crazy uh, Incredible Hulk deal. So that's right. From that point on, he was referred to... He couldn't be referred to as the Incredible Hulk at all. Yeah. Um, he had to just be... He could be Hulk, but he was the immortal Hulk Hogan for a while. <laughs> and then that was... So, so that's uh, what happened. Uh, yeah. Well, I do want to talk... Before we get to the the 
the thing we keep spo- uh, alluding to. Yeah. I do want to talk a little bit about the TV show. Now, I didn't look anything new up about it, so this is going straight from my memory, but I, I looked a little bit up about the timing. So, in 2005, this is, like, what, right after the Kardashians and, like, the Ozzy show? Everything like, had really started. Right in yeah. that time frame, he, uh, he, he and his family do a reality show called Hogan Knows Best. Yeah. Best. And it only runs for two years and is canceled, but it's got his wife and his kid on it. Yeah. His kid, I think, goes on... His daughter, Brooke, oh, yeah. I think, goes on to, like, record an album or something. And she has a reality show that I think when they ran for a season called Brooke Knows Best that was, okay. like, a spinoff because she was so popular. Yeah. Uh, and that show was very enjoyable. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, that was, like, right in my sweet spot of watching uh, MTV reality shows. I don't yeah. know if it was MTV or VH1 or whatever it was. Yeah. But, like, it was right in my sweet spot. But then his son, Nick, I remember being really, like, a small guy. Yeah. <laughs> but that guy could have been huge because Hogan's so big. I just always assumed he would have been a big guy. But Nick always seemed like he might have been, like, yeah. a small guy. He was. Uh, he was not a big dude. I, can't, I don't see a picture. There's no deterrent. No. I just remember thinking, like, he looked he looked adopted. Like, he didn't look like he was Hulk Hogan's child. He was like a car racer. Oh, really? A race car driver. That's, oh. That, please don't leave in the fact that I called it a car racer. Well, now I can't, I can't cut around this. <laughs> it um, Formula D, does that mean anything to no, you? No, I don't know. Uh, it says his celebrity status and enthusiasm for drifting attracted oh, sponsors. Like like Fast and the Furious 3. Yep. Uh, exactly. Sure. Um, he, but then after sponsors stopped... Oh, he crashed in 2007. After sponsors stopped uh, sponsoring him, he left their uh, logos on. And they were like, we, we don't... We're not, not that. We're not doing it anymore. And then he has a number of vehicular incidents... Uh, where he crashed things, and uh, he often got uh, charged with like criminal things for it. He drunk driving, which is great, and he went to jail. So yikes! So things, Nick's done a little time. Things did not go. Yeah. He he did. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of legal issues, before oh. we move on to what was his wife's name? L- Linda. What's Linda? Linda. Linda. Before we get into that, because the Linda story very much ties into the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, I just want to talk about the brawl for all real quick. <laughs> In 1998, there was a weird uh, segue <laughs> promotion during the WWF uh, where they did uh, a, a bizarre, real re- uh, boxing, kind of half boxing, half uh, mixed martial arts thing oh. called the Brawl for All. Okay. And it was a horrible idea <laughs> that ended up injuring most of the people involved except for, like, the guy who won. Like, yeah. it was horrible. And, like, so they're all, like... B-level wrestlers in the in the promotion essentially, but like people like who were known like in the in the group, but they weren't you know they weren't yeah. the name people. They're not having the Rock go and you know and fight Triple H with gloves on like that was crazy. Yeah. But what they would do is they'd have these little one minute rounds, and they, somehow it was like the number of punches landed were points, but you can also like have takedowns. Oh. And so feels like a video game. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but the thing was that you know these aren't. These aren't fighters. Like these guys are, in a lot of ways, just like they're big, strong guys. But they're there's a lot of choreography. Like yeah. there's not a lot of impacts, you know. And so the number of guys who are just getting concussed and just like getting knocked out very quickly, like, is is stunning to watch it. Yeah. But it's really bad, like, entertainment <laughs> yeah. somehow. Like, and like the the crowd would just boo. Like nobody enjoyed <laughs> this, and they just kind of let it end. But like they do the whole tournament. Um, but like there were people who would disappear like after this was yeah. like the summer of 98 so this is really when I was watching and when I've been rewatching it yeah but there were people at the end of this tournament who then disappear for a series of months oh wow before they come back because they were so injured oh from, my God. from this from these fights like yeah. it was a terrible and it's always held up as like one of the worst ideas mm-hmm. was the brawl for all something that I believe they have never revisited there are there is some crossover with like mixed martial arts and UFC yeah. and wrestling because more so than boxing just because there's grappling and sure. those guys would already you know already know how to move and stuff. Boxers yep. don't tend to because it's not the same. Yeah. But one of the guys who was in that in the brawl for all, who I think in one of the early rounds, I, I want to say it was Steve Blackman who was like a, a mixed martial arts fighter. Yeah. He wins his first round match with takedowns and stuff, and then he just quit. He was like, I'm not doing this anymore because <laughs> it was just ridiculous. He was yeah. like, this is not anything, and like, and I think he was afraid he would actually hurt people. Sure. Where then the guy who did win the tournament was a guy named Bart Gunn. Who wasn't much of a wrestler, yeah, but it was a real strong dude. Apparently, <laughs> like they didn't expect him to do much in this tournament. Like the, the way I read about it, yeah, but like he was flattening people, like he was annihilating people, and like to the point, like people are like clearly glazed, yeah, at the end of like a thirty second match. <laughs> and then he, I don't remember ever. I haven't seen him wrestle again. I think this might have been it for him too. Yeah. So it was a a horrible idea, and uh, thankfully that's that's in the past. <laughs> 
Okay. The Brawl for All. Nice. 1998. So, coming back. Yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan and his wife break up. Yeah. At some point around the show, right? Yeah. Uh, so, the weird thing is that the show comes out in 2005... Uh, and I think they get divorced kind of around that. Because as I understand the rest of what we're going to talk about very yeah. quickly, this that more or less connects to this event, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. She filed for divorce from him at the end of 2007. Oh. And then their divorce was finalized in 2009. Right. Yeah. But then the idea was that she starts, like, sleeping with some young guy... <laughs> Uh, probably. That was, yeah. I think that's how I remember this, was yeah. that, like, that's why Hogan, then his life goes so out of control for yes. a couple of years. Yeah, he was, like, going through a divorce right. when the inciting incident of this thing... Right, uh, but she's, like, publicly, like, yeah. cavorting with young dudes, and there's, yes. you know, now now we're in the internet age, like, yeah. all, you know, everything's out there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what happens. And, and so Hulk gets a little, uh... Uh, a little messed up through all of this. The divorce was tough on him. They were in the middle of the show. Like, this is basically when the show gets canceled and they're going through this very, so very public divorce. And so Hogan goes apparently over to his best friend's house. Bubba the Love Sponge? Bubba the Love Sponge. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I guess he and his wife were, like, not on the outs, but uh, their marriage wasn't perfect yeah or wasn't going well anyway they had uh, an open relationship mm. and so apparently both uh, bubba's wife and bubba both encouraged hulk to sleep with bubba's wife right so he does and then like m- several years later stills from that he, they taped him yeah and i mean but, like they don't but have they ever, have they figured bubba did this on purpose because i thought they're still friends sort of aren't they i don't know yeah. um that's the the hazy part of it to me was how this ever got out and it, it was a little tricky to figure out but like but but hulk does sue bubba at one point oh. and because hulk has always claimed that he didn't know right bubba at one point said he knew and then said he didn't know yeah. but hulk essentially drops the suit, as I understand it, drops the suit against Bubba because in order to get him to testify in the 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 Gawker, the Gawker trial, yeah. where Hulk. So what ends up happening is like stills and video from this this incident get released on the internet, and like yeah. apparently it's very like very explicit. So mm-hmm. um, like yeah, not great for yeah. Hulk. Uh, but Gawker was like a like a. A tawdry sort of like a like um yeah. like a TMZ sort of right yeah 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 I don't like, remember Gawker real well uh, yeah I, I didn't use it a lot when it was around but but the uh, Hulk's suit against Gawker was partially funded by Peter Thiel oh um who because Gawker outed him without him wanting to be outed and so yeah. he had a vendetta against and this was a really good case yeah. and so Bubba ultimately is going to testify in this trial but then can't because. He had on the record said that Hulk knew and that Hulk didn't know. Oh. So he said both things and he's could unreliable. have been, well yeah. that he could have been actually like charged with perjury oh, if no. if he goes on the stand to say either because he had said both yeah. previously. So anyway, but like Hulk they said Hulk was seeking like a hundred million dollars in damages and there's this, the trial's really interesting because it's a free speech and right to privacy and basically, Hulk's argument is, and and Gawker argues that like because Hulk has like boasted about sleeping with women on you know in an autobiography and in on the Howard Stern show and blah blah blah, he doesn't have a right to privacy. And Hogan's argument is actually Hulk Hogan doesn't, but he did this as as his as That's his Terry, Terry yeah. yeah. And so therefore, he does have a right yeah. to privacy because he plays a character publicly and he is himself personally and this was clearly himself personally not hulk hogan doing this and he wins and he wins like i saw in two different places different numbers so it's anywhere between 115 and 140 million dollars like so much money um because of this lawsuit and gawker like ceased operations immediately they ended up existing for actually quite some time and they like changed hands and they were bought by like a investment firm or whatever they were bought at some point but as of like February of this year, they actually said they actually that's it closed them as part of you know cost reduction measures or whatever. Yeah, um, like some media company owned them for a little while with the idea that maybe eventually Gawker would come back, but they owed Hulk Hogan so much money that it did basically end Gawker. Yeah, well, I mean, I think part of the reason why this lawsuit was so much money was to to really just to punish them. It wasn't yeah, like totally this was somehow punitive damages. Like yeah. this really was revenge and. Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, screw totally. Him. Like, yeah. yeah. But I didn't realize Peter Thiel was, like, behind it, yeah. and that actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah. 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 
uh, yeah, so I think I think the Gawker trial is I think it's interesting in a outside of any of this wrestling whatever, totally because it didn't feel I remember at the time it didn't feel like there's any way they're gonna have to have any damages yeah. like they were gonna suffer because it's the internet and you think like oh, everything's just on the internet yeah. like and once something is on the internet you can never yeah. get it off so like how could they possibly really be held yeah. accountable yeah. And yet somehow they, they, you know, they'd still manage to do it. I don't know this for sure, but my interpretation of the story was a little bit that because Hulk had already tried to sue the person who taped him, yeah. who he says taped him, and claimed all along that he didn't know, and then eventually that guy said, yeah, no, he didn't know. Yeah. Like, I, it's, I think it's different if you knowingly make a sex tape and it gets out, yeah, yeah. which is still is wrong. Like, I'm not saying it's, you know, yeah. it's not. But especially if you don't know and then it gets out, like, you're just the victim. Like, right. you, you right. know, all you're doing is living your personal life and then all of a sudden it's all over the internet. I... Oh, boy, we really have gone on a while. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how much more. I think that's about it. I think yeah. that's about it for me in wrestling. Because the only other thing left to talk about is that there's the only... I mean, this isn't going to be a surprise to anybody. The only era I really watched was the Attitude Era after this. Yeah. And the Attitude Era basically is like 1997 or 98 to about 2002, 2003. And I don't watch all of that. It was yeah. really just when I was in college. But this is the... like. Everybody kind of started watching wrestling again, I think, at that point. Yep. More or less, it, was, it became such a big TV show again. Yeah. And then I haven't watched any of it since then. <laughs> but what I didn't realize about, I don't know, a couple months ago? Six months ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. Probably not even that long. Yeah. I didn't realize that all of this could be found on Peacock. <laughs> Look at I've just said how much I hate television. But... <laughs> All of this is on Peacock? Yeah. There were, okay. There I had was, no idea. There was one day when we were just living our lives, we're just, and all of a sudden Joe is like, you don't understand. I'm watching wrestling again, and it's amazing. And I'm like, oh my God. I just, I really liked that. But like, you know, I'm fast forwarding through a lot of it. I'm not watching all the gangrel <laughs> matches. Like, I don't care. Like, it's just that, you know, Steve Austin was fun, and The Rock is funny, and Mankind was great. But that's it. Like, and I, I'm just like, but it's, I, it is weird because all of a sudden, like, because I, I watched, I didn't. I don't even know how much I watched it at the time. Like I watched it, but yeah. it was on during the week, and I was in college. Like I was doing stuff. Yeah. But I did kind of catch it a bunch. Yeah. And I, I was just surprised to find that all of a sudden it's available. Yeah. And it's probably not even all of a sudden. It's probably been there for years. Oh, yeah, I haven't been totally. paying attention. I didn't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. But just one day, I kind of ran across that it was there, and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> And so that's something I do like now, like late at night, if I'm like too tired to watch a movie and it's, you know, too late to read, I'll be like, oh, I'll throw on Raw from November 98 and see what was oh going my God. on. Now, there are, I, everyone's going to make fun of me for making this comparison, but like there are things that you're interested in that I actively don't like. Yeah. Like I hate boxing. I think it's, I don't just think it's dumb. I think it's dangerous and pointless and stupid. Fair. And like, like here's what we're going to do. We're going to put on kind of soft gloves and we're just going to punch each other and see who gets a concussion first. Like, that's yeah, stupid. That's basically right? it. I get that it's a real sport and I respect the people who do it. They're very good athletes. Yeah. I just wish they would play something else. Whatever. But wrestling, different, right? Like, people get hurt during wrestling like they do with any sports when sure. things go, go wrong or haywire. Like, the point isn't to injure someone else, right. really, like, in right. real life, which is, I think, is good. It's just kind of dumb, but it's kind of exciting. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's because it's a live event and the crowds are so excited. Yeah. And, and, like, the main difference, as I think of it, and this might not even really be that accurate, but at this time, all of a sudden, they're doing all of these, like, like interviews and like speeches in yeah. front of the audience and so everybody's real into it where when i was a kid it seems like it was always like mean gene okerlund behind the scenes talking to a guy like right. and like roddy piper might be inter- like might be funny but it wasn't the same thing yeah, yeah it didn't have the same kind of excitement yeah and so you know and like this the attitude there is also crazy like it's all yeah. like just kind of like you know val venus is a porn star like what is going on like what the, the gimmicks are so outlandish yeah you know? i i can't believe that but <laughs> i don't know what that is but it's, oh, he's just like a wrestler but his gimmick is he comes out in a towel oh. he goes hello ladies <laughs> it's stupid like it's just dumb like that's wonderful but see that could only exist in that era yeah. because before that and i think after that wrestling is meant for children <laughs> yeah but in this era it, uh, everything goes yeah. so it was like there's like you know uh, evening gown matches where, yeah. so it's just lingerie it's just nonsense yeah um but also, you had, like, just the people were funny. Like, the, the characters are funny, and the acting was really good. Yeah. Like, Steve Austin is a great character, you Yeah. Know? The Rock is a great they, character. It does seem like, like they do actually act, which yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think so many of these people have had good acting careers. Yeah. Like, Austin hasn't had the world's greatest, like, acting career. He's been in things. Yeah. But he, like, he's a good, like, like he, like, does interviews, and he has, like, a podcast and stuff. Yeah. And he hosts little reality shows. Yeah. And The Rock is a legitimate yeah. box office Movie titan. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
John Cena's. John Cena was in Barbie. We saw just the other oh yeah, day. he was Play, great playing one of the mermaids. So yeah. like you know, everybody's having these careers. Yeah. Isn't the guy from uh, Guardians a wrestler? Oh yeah, Dave Bautista. Yeah. See, he's he's beyond even he's when I watched. Yeah, yeah. So I never like saw him as a wrestler. So I only think of him as Drax. Yeah. But he's, he's great. He's, he's a great actor. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, yeah. there is something to this. Yeah. Something that I don't think existed really before that. Because yeah. when I was a kid, like, Hogan made movies. And Piper's in a couple movies. But there's not a ton of wrestlers who then did, like, any real parts. Who weren't yeah. just playing big dudes who show up in action movies, you know? But that's... Oh, God. Like, I feel like such a dork. Because, like, honest <laughs> to God, like... I, again, I watched it in college and I didn't watch it. And, yeah. like, I realized wrestling is, like a, like, a nerdy, silly thing in a lot of ways. But I do think if you just take this yeah. period of time, I, I really think it was actually a pretty good TV show. Vince yeah. McMahon was a really good actor. Yeah. And, like, they made really compelling shows. Like, it's ridiculous, but it was really fun to watch. And <laughs> and that's it. We all have stupid stuff that we're into. I know. We, no no I know. one judges you both. Yeah. I mean, maybe the listeners do. I don't know. Maybe they should. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you're, so. uh, you're well-rounded. I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> I think I might be pretending, and I'm actually just this guy who watches wrestling. You're complex. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've only managed to get you to watch a couple little things when yeah. they're real interesting. Yeah. I can't get you to just watch regular. Yeah. I don't think I want. I would want us to just sit around and watch wrestling. That no, seems dumb. I wouldn't want us to do that yeah. either. Yeah. But, like, we, you watched that one match that time yeah. when Austin was concussed the entire match? Yeah. That, that was, was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That, but it's like... Okay, that's very much like how I feel about uh, about NASCAR now. So ah. we watched that one race in Chicago, and it was amazing because it was on the streets of Chicago, and cars just kept crashing. That was so much fun. Yeah. That's what that match is. Right. Because it's so, it's yeah, so, something's gone so wrong. Yeah, yeah, and it's like tense because something has gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, or it's like in the, and the track was wet in Chicago. Like it was very perilous and, yeah. you know, anything could happen. Like that was exciting. Yeah. We turned on NASCAR for like 30 seconds at some point this past weekend yeah. and they're just going around in a circle I don't know that's all it is yeah and that's regular ass NASCAR what regular wrestling matches feel like yeah. a NASCAR a yeah NASCAR and that's match. probably fair yeah. like uh, I think the main distinction when you come down to like the interests that we have that aren't like cool things to talk about sure. like you know is that like I th- like I'm talking about this here and again in, in our forum that most people don't yeah, listen yeah. to but, like, if I saw somebody on the street wearing, like, a Mankind t-shirt, I'm not going to talk to him about it. <laughs> that, I'm not there. Like, I don't yeah, have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, I play a lot of Pokemon Go. I'm not talking to people about yeah, it. Yeah. That's something I just do just to yeah. kill time. On the and other, I think of wrestling the same way. I would say if I saw someone on the street wearing an Angela Bauer t-shirt, I would talk to them immediately. Right. You're not ashamed no. of, <laughs> of liking family sitcoms of the 80s. It's not quite yeah. the same thing. Yeah. No. We talked about this on the show one other time was the idea that, like, What's the weird little thing you're into that, like, yeah. if you saw, you would have to talk to them? Like, yeah. Like, if I saw somebody wearing a Teen Wolf t-shirt, I have yeah, to talk have to that to. person. Yeah. But, um, but, like, at the, they could be wearing the most obscure wrestling thing. Yeah. There's no way I'm going up and being like, hey, Mark Marrow, am I right? Big fan, right? <laughs> like, it would just be weird, you know? And, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's, the line is, for me, way before that. Yes, yeah. that's good. But I am glad we got to talk about this. I don't think I could have convinced you to do this episode. So I know. the fact that you brought it up, I was like, oh, well, we got to do that. You're welcome. Well, yeah. some for you boats. Probably yeah. the only wrestling episode we'll ever do. Oh, oh most definitely. Probably. Oh, my God. Now, I mean, if we do, if we ever end up doing, like, any from, from 98 to 2002, we do any of those years at some point down the road, we, we might we might cover the Brawl for All again. Look, I feel like that's... <laughs> Are we a, doing the Brawl for All episode? No. no. I feel like that's a future Joe and Sarah problem. Let them fight about it. <laughs> you know, that's fair. Yeah. In season eight, yeah. when we're running out of ideas, we can do that. I, I think, uh, as an outro, you should sing the Celine Dion song that's going to go along with Titanic 2 <laughs> when Hulk Hogan is the iceberg. Oh, my God. I don't think I can do a Celine Dion. <laughs> Even if I could come up with lyrics, I think that would be All tough. right, you know what? I'll give it to you. Mariah Carey sings it. Is that not better? <laughs> no. Can it be, can it be, like, is the theme song just Hogan's old theme song? <laughs> I am a real icebergian, crashing all the ships for every man. Oh my god, is that what his song was? Sinking the boats, sinking the boats. <laughs> That's more or less how Real American goes. It's not exactly. And and I think we've done it. I think, you know what? I'd say that's about all we need. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. This has been It Happened One Year. Please follow us on all the random social media sites that exist and rate us wherever you possibly can. That'd be great. 